Welcome to another episode of Stock Talk. My name is Amon Reyna. I'm an investment coach here at Sage Invest Group, and this is episode 40. And today we're going to talk a little bit about consensus. Uh, one of the things I'm always looking out for, uh, besides you know analyzing companies and evaluating companies and stocks, is looking at market psychology, psychology of other investors, because uh, it plays a really important, can provide some really interesting uh, clues into where the market's going to go into the future. And uh, I rec- uh, every couple months I, uh, on my website, uh, sageinvestors.ca, I uh, blog uh, some of my random uh, observations where I see elements of consensus out there and uh, use them as kind of as cues to decide whether I want to go into buying or selling stocks. So I thought I'd share some of my latest observations that I've uh, come across in the last couple months. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, what's <coughs> you can actually kind of break down the moments of consensus thinking. Um, basically, there was a time before the Brexit vote, if you remember. Do people remember what Brexit was? And uh, the time after the Brexit vote, because the psychology of the markets was just, it was like literally a tale of two cities kind of uh, vibe going on. So before the Brexit vote, a um, couple of things I noticed out there uh, in the marketplace was that it was it was pretty much a giddy time for stocks. And uh, it was almost got giddy to the point where there was a period where stocks actually didn't go down uh, for almost 41 straight days. It was like 41 straight days of like either of, of rising stock prices. And that's unbelievable. It's one of the longest streaks we've seen out there. Um, if you looked at uh, consensus uh, market psychology kind of quotes, one of the ones I, I go to all the time is the CNN Money Magazine uh, Fear and Greed Index. It takes a whole bunch of market uh, technical indicators and compiles them into an index. And it's basically, it's, it's literally like a dashboard telling you whether investors are really feeling really greedy or really fearful. And during that time, before the Brexit vote, actually on June 7th, uh, that the Fear and Greed Index was posting uh, a level of 81. I mean, 100 is considered super, uber extreme greed, and zero is extreme, uh, extreme pessimism. So the market at the time, investors were feeling really good about stocks at the time. Uh, 81 extreme greed is just cra- a crazy high, a level of exuberation, um, exuberance out there for, for stocks. At the same time, I also found, I came across an interesting research post that talked about uh, during that period, um, investors had basically were holding cash for that highest level since almost 2001. So it's interesting that people were really feeling positive about stocks, putting their money in the stocks, but also people were still kind of like, okay, something's going to break. And uh, a lot of people were hoarding cash. So it was an interesting dynamic, but overall the net, the net sentiment at the time was very positive. And for me as an investor, when I see people being really positive about stocks and positive about the market, that's usually to me a bit of a, a red flag and something something's going to break to kind of uh, stop the momentum. And sure enough, we got Brexit on June 22nd and literally it was just the market just like almost did a, just a total 180. Uh, you know, before then the market was just all nice and happy, happy. Literally after that vote, especially the two days after that vote, it was pure chaos. I mean, you just pick up the newspaper, just read, uh, you know, go on Twitter, and see, you're seeing articles and postings talking about chaos. Chaos is a different word. Um, I'll remember one article talking about like front page news, biggest head fake in history. Um, world is going to feel shocked from the Brexit vote for decades. It was just pure fear out there because it was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, is there going to be whole thing's just going to fall like a house of cards. Gold sinks down into a surge uh, since that vote. And the fear and e- greed index that I was talking to you about, which was at 81 before the Brexit vote, went all the way down to 49, which is neutral, but 
the move down was quite quite violent. So it's just interesting. Um, as an investor now, when you're seeing those elements of fear and uh, chaos and those kind of verbiage being thrown out by analysts and all the smart money people, uh, the, then the normal tendency for us to behave is to just you know panic and just sell everything and head for the hills. But again, if you're aware of what these consensus po uh, points, good and bad, are, they, they can be huge into taking the other side of the trade and actually profiting from it. So at the time, I've talked about this in, in, in previous episodes, at the time after the vote, I wasn't looking to sell anything after the vote. I was looking to buy. And that's what I did. I added to my existing position. And sure enough, a couple of days after you know all the chaos and mayhem uh, and the stock market uh, crapping out and all that stuff, back to normal. Everything, we went right back to almost pre-Brexit. And literally all the losses that were incurred during that time had been made up and more than made up were like hitting record highs again on a daily basis. And so literally... Um, the message here is it's really important to understand what the consensus is thinking because, and, and more importantly, when you understand what the consensus is thinking, just basically avoid it and not follow it and not kind of like be a bandwagon driver because then you set yourself up for a lot of pain. So if you had followed a lot of the consensus thinking and what a lot of the analysts and pundits and all the smart money people were telling you to do, uh, like before the vote, they were saying, ah, it's no big deal, nothing's going to happen. But if you understood that, you know what, you might want to be hedged in case something happens, you probably would have kept your losses. But then after the vote, you know, it was a great buying opportunity. And uh, if you were aware of that consensus mindset, you probably would have uh, taken advantage of it and exploited it quite a bit. So it's just something I really try to keep a, a real close eye on, too, as far as, you know, I'm analyzing companies on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm analyzing stocks, but I'm always keeping my eye on what the psychology of So you can read a little bit more about it on my uh, blog on my website, uh, www.traceinvestors.ca. More info on that. And uh, that's about it. So that's all I want to share with you. If you have any questions about this, about consensus, if you've seen any uh, moments of uh, consensus out there where people are so convinced one thing is going to happen or one thing is not going to happen, uh, feel free to you know, you can feed it through my uh, Twitter account. Uh, my uh, handle is at Trace Investors. Uh, you can follow me. That's all I got for you. That's another episode of Stock Talk. Uh, my name is Alvin Lehman with Trace Investors, and we'll catch you again another time.